All right. Uh, I'm actually not doing this alone today. Marcus, come and, come and join me. Uh, that's why there's, there's two seats here. Marcus, you take that one. Um, grab, that, grab that guy over there. You need one of those. Um, hi, how are you? Cool. That's the word of the day, apparently. <laughs> All right. Um, so, today, our, our kids are staying in with us. Hi, kids. Hey, how are you? You good? You, you cool? <laughs> I don't want to respond. It's okay. We love you. Uh, so today is a, is a little bit of a different day in case you didn't notice. We don't always have two people up here talking. And, um, and, and today uh, we're doing something a bit different. If, if today feels like an experiment, you're right. It, it totally is. Um, just a second. Hey, Caitlin, how you doing? Good to see you. Uh, I, she's going to hate that I'm doing this. But uh, Caitlin is a Life Pacific University student. Uh, I, I get to teach kids who are giving their lives to Jesus and in ministry training and all kinds of different ways down at Life Pacific. It's our Foursquare University. Um, and uh, we're just, she hates, she's so mad at me right now. Um, but we love to do this whenever young people come who are in ministry training. Uh, you guys know we sent Elijah off last week to El Salvador. He's back today. He's hanging out with the youth right now. And he's got a good report to share with us about that missions trip at some point. But can we just uh, give some honor to a young person who's dedicated her life uh, to ministry training? Caitlin, we're so glad that you're here with us. <laughs> Such an honor to have you join us. And if what I just did means that you never come back to Life Church again, uh, it's an honor to have had you here at least today. Uh, <laughs> thanks, friend. Um, okay, now let's, should we get the attention off of you? Okay, good. All right. Uh, so today we're, we're doing something today where we're leading up to what we're calling a, a scale the city prayer walk. Can you, can you just look at your neighbor real quick and say, scale the city? Sharon had you talk to each other a lot today, so I figured we might as well continue the trend. Well, today, Marcus and I are just going to try to run through some things that are pr preparation for the real thing that we're doing today. The real thing that we're doing today is, is going to happen when we leave the building uh, or when you leave your seat. Uh, so today what we want to do is just take a few minutes and, um, and, and kind of set the tone, share with you a little bit of what we're doing and why we're doing it. And then uh, we're going to put this thing into practice. So uh, Marcus and I have been talking a little, a little bit about some of the amazing things that God has been doing here in our church. If you've been coming regularly for the last two months, you know that God just seems to have been interrupting our time. And it's been incredible. Um, well, we, we want to just celebrate for just a second. In the last couple of months, we've seen salvations. We've seen deliverance happen. We've seen physical healings and emotional and spiritual healing. Uh, we've heard God speak prophetically to individuals and to us as a church. Um, but Marcus, you have had a sense that, that God has actually been now moving us towards something that like our language here, we would call it like marching orders in response to that. Um, so can you just set the tone a little bit. What, are, what is some of that initial thought of what you've been hearing God say to us as a church? So, um, Hello? So uh, basically... It's an experiment. We don't even know how to use the microphones. So, um, so what it is is that I believe that God is taking from what's, uh, what he's been doing in, um, inside of our church out into our city. 
Um, and the more practical way for us to serve our city is by praying, um, getting out, out of these walls and walking the streets and beginning to pray. Yeah, it's, it, it's really as simple as that. In fact, we were talking before service that um, one of the, the vibes of all of this as we're, as we're talking and praying is we really feel like this is meant to be just incredibly simple. We overcomplicate this quite a bit, right? And I think that's one of the reasons why we don't see the church in prayer is because we overthink it. Um, so today I want to do just three things with Marcus, and, and we're going to get some other helpers in just a second. But we want to take a look at some scripture. We want to give you some simple instruction. And then uh, third, we're going to practice this together. And so we'll talk about what that looks like. Um, we want to empower you to take what God is doing here in your life into your own neighborhood. And so we're going to practice this in our shared neighborhood right around our building uh, today. So let's, let's start by talking about some scripture. So we're going to briefly look at three places in scripture that are going to help us to, uh, so to, to support this idea about taking our prayers from here and what God is doing here into the city. So I know that there are three young people who are going to help us do a scripture reading today. Uh, and so our first scripture is in Matthew chapter 28. And if I'm understanding correctly, Deb was helping me find some volunteers. Is Landon, is that you? Landon, you want to come on up here and, and uh, read, read scripture for us today? Uh, and I think it's, it's on the screen. It's here. Do you have it on your phone? There's like a hundred different options for how you, where you want to go. So um, I'm going to put this microphone in your face, and then you're going to read the Bible. Does that sound good? Do you want to let them know what the verse reference is and then read it to them? You want me to tell them? Okay, it's, so it's, it's, Matthew, it's Matthew 28. That, you have that, right? We're going to read the same thing? Okay, good. I'm getting nervous. This is an experiment today, so anything could happen. Uh, but it's Matthew 28, 18 through 20. All right, so go ahead. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Well done, sir. Thank you. Okay, so clearly Jesus wants us to go, right? Look at your neighbor and say, go. Now look at your neighbor and say, not yet. Okay, good. All right, so God wants us to go. He wants us to get out there into the world. And, and remember in what, what you just heard, in verse 20, notice that Jesus says, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. We call this passage of Scripture the Great Commission. This is where Jesus is requiring us to go. And if you're going to teach people, then this means that it, it, it presupposes a relationship. You can't teach people you don't spend any time with. Right? Okay, so you have to go find some people who need to be taught. And that's, that's not just the job for the pastor, right, Marcus? Okay, good. Okay, all right, so um, we, we have, now, simple as that. We're, we're moving pretty quick. That, this is officially the fastest first point in a sermon that I have ever preached. This face says, don't get used to it. That's what that face said that you were just making right there. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> should, we, should, we, should we, are we ready? Do you think we should just move on to the second one? Or should I linger here for a long time? Uh, no, we just limit out this <laughs> let's, All right, let's move on. Okay, we do have a second helper. Um, 
Deb, is this, this one's Connor, is that right? Okay, so Proverbs 21, 22. Where's Connor? There's my guy. Come on. What is with you guys wearing fly jackets today? I need to step up my jacket game. What is this? A musical note hanging, because you're a drummer, right? Do you guys ever hear any, like, additional, like, drum beats happening during worship ever? That's, that's Connor. Where'd you go? You stood so far away from me. Bro, you're like the future drummer of Life Church. Yeah. You see how he just owned that? Okay, so, so you're going to read for us Proverbs 21, verse 22, right? Okay, so I'll hold this, or do you want to hold it? I'll hold it. Okay, cool. You, I'll hold the mic, and you read. Yes. Proverbs 21, 22. A wise man scaled the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust. That was so good. Okay, so as we fulfill the Great Commission, we are sent to a specific place. The place that we are sent to, we call it the Antelope Valley. This is where God sent you. you if you have issues with that, take it up with the big guy. Um, but, but so what we just heard from Connor is a wise man scales the city of the mighty. Now, this is a warfare term, and we remember that Paul tells us we don't war against flesh and blood, right? Uh, but against principalities, against spiritual rulers of this dark age. Now, to scale a city then for us, what that means is that we, we get into a city for the purpose of taking it over. It's still a warfare term, but we remember that we don't do that by like overthrowing R. Rex Paris as the mayor of Lancaster. Um, we, we do that through prayer. We do that through, as Proverbs 21, 22 says, we do that because the wise man skills, we do it through wisdom. And we, so we study scripture and we discover that wisdom, among many other things, looks like prayer. Now, also, um, we, we remember that there are certain things that we're going after in our city, right? So Bill Bright, uh, who is the founder of Campus Crusade for Christ, he says that every city has seven cultural mountains, and they are the arts and media, business, education, family, government, media, and religion. So take a look at those. And as you're listening, as you're, as you're seeing that, these are the what we would call cultural walls or cultural mountains in a city. Okay? So every city has these things. We have these things here. They're in Palmdale. They're in every community. Uh, these are common cultural walls. But we also know that there are spiritual walls. We might refer to these as spiritual strongholds or spiritual places of bondage, right? Um, so so w we might name them if we were to come up with seven to match the seven walls of the city or the, the mountains in a city. Uh, we might say that things that are common spiritual points of warfare in this community are isolation, depression, hopelessness, addiction, abuse, confusion, poverty, you could probably add other things to the list that people commonly deal with in our community. So there's a lot to be said about this. In fact, uh, at some point, we probably need to come back around to this entire idea and do an entire sermon on what does it look like for us to scale the city. Um, but if you start hearing us say scale the city, what we want you to know is that what it means is that we are getting into the city 
by the cultural mountains, meaning like you go to work, you engage in the media, you engage in you know the government at some level, um, you yeah you engage in education at some level, uh, you've got a job and you live in a neighborhood, you get into the city by way of the cultural mountains so that we can take down the strongholds in which people trust. Correct. Right, that's what Proverbs 21, 22 says. And so we do that uh, by the function, beginning with by the function of our prayer. Now, I, I, I do want you to hear more from Marcus because there's more that he has to say that's, that's really, really important for us. But before we do that, we've got a third scripture that we wanted you to hear this morning. Uh, and Evelyn, are you coming to read scripture number three? Okay, so Evelyn's gonna come up and read Math, uh, Matthew 16. And verse 19. Are you are you ready? Okay. Do you want to face me, your your dad, or face these folks out here? What do you what do you want to do? You want to hold the mic? No. You want me to hold the mic? Okay. So you go ahead and read, and uh, and and we'll, we're ready to listen. Mm-hmm. Matthew 16:19. I will give you the keys of heaven, to the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound. Wait. In heaven. And whatever you lose shall be on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I need fist bumps too. Awesome. Nice Life Church t-shirt as well. Goodness. Okay. All right. So Jesus says this. He says, all authority has been given to me. He says that in the Great Commission. And then here, Evelyn just tells us, Jesus says to us, now I give you the authority. Right? So this is about partnership. So binding and loosing is, is about partnering with God to seek on behalf of our city that God would allow God's kingdom to grow in our community and prevent the enemy's kingdom from growing in our city. Right? So now, Marcus, you have, I know that there's a ton that we've been talking about for the last several weeks, but um, one of the things that, that you were saying to me recently, and I want you to share with them, is that you actually had felt in prayer, like the Lord was saying that there are two specific focus points for how we should be praying in this season. Can you just talk a little bit about that? So um, um, there were two things. One of the things that I heard, but one of the things that's it's been um, um, prevalent in our valley that's been, you know, for years been spoken. Um, um, and these are word curses. So uh, the first thing is um, that AV is where the dreams come to die. Um, this is where people, you know, end it all. It's nothing here, you know, nothing to look forward to, um, emptiness and, and, and despair. Um, and the second thing, I just, I just heard of this not too long ago. Um, and they said that Lancaster is in the top 10 dangerous cities in California. So now we have a word curse of hopelessness. And now we have another word curse as in a dangerous place to live in. So this is a narrative that the enemy wants over our city. This is what he wants to be said over our city. I see it in the media. I see people talking about this on social media. Lancaster this, and Love Valley this, 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 and this. Nobody's speaking life. Nobody's declaring life. But that's why we're here as a church. Right? That's why we're here. You know, so we're not here to, to stay in the building on a Sunday morning. We're here to take what 
um, the Lord has been doing in us in here, out there, out there, wherever, um, wherever God is, uh, has placed us. Um, and another thing is this. Um, if we fail as a church to take the gospel to the streets, we're indirectly saying, okay, devil, you can have our neighborhood. You can have our streets. And we'll just stay in our building. We'll just stay in our home. But one of my old pastors, um, he said this to his senior staff. He says, listen, we're in these nice homes and trying to protect our kids from the dangers out there. But how long um, do you think it's going to take for the dangers out there to come into our own neighborhood and into our own home? So what we're going to do, this is what he said to his senior staff, we're going to take the gospel message out there. And because of that, I'm here to this day. I'm the result of that. So let's not give the enemy any more foothold in our city, in our community, right? Um, Paul said this in Romans chapter 5, verse 20. He said, where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. So this is not a government problem. It's a sin problem. And Jesus has the solution to the problem as what I used to call um, the gospel or the gospel. Let's give them the gospel. Let's give them the, the, uh, uh, the antidote to their situation. So God has been doing things in here throughout. He's been doing things in here. Now it's time to take it out there. Um, so as we begin to pray, as we begin to leave this place and pray and, and walk and pray, um, we have um, these sheets and, and, and we have um, six groups. We have six groups. Um, can everybody raise their hand who's the group leader? Group leader, group leader. Okay, so what, um, what we're gonna do is we have directions, we have a map, and we have prayer points on there too as well. And we're gonna take these prayer points and we're gonna go with our group and we're gonna take that into different areas of our neighborhood. And we're gonna be praying for our neighbors. And understand, if, if there's a neighbor out, you know, if we see somebody doing yard work or, or walking around or their dogs, you know, say hi, hello, how are you doing? I'm from such and such, you know, how's everything going today? Let's engage, let's engage. Let's not just be a building that's here at the corner. Let people see what the church is really like. The church is not just a building, a life church that we gather on Sunday mornings, some, you know, on Wednesdays, and sometimes throughout the week. 
but the church is a mobile church. The Bible says that the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. And I know, I know Pastor Greg had talked about it you know, um, briefly last week, but the last time that I've seen gates don't move, right? Gates, where there's a gate, it's there. When the Bible says that the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church, it, it, it's saying that what the enemy is trying to set up cannot prevent the church from going in. Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, so everything belongs to him. So no matter when we see sin or evil, just know that there's much more grace in those particular areas then there's evil, then there's sin. And the great thing about it is this. Jesus is the grace of God. He is grace. He is the fullness. And the great thing about that is we have Jesus on the inside of us. So that means that we have the grace of God with us. And what is the grace of God? It is the ability of God. It is the power of God. And since we have the ability and the power of God, how selfish would we be of keeping that to ourselves? See, my, my heart has always been, I'm going to try to take as many people to heaven along with me. It's not just enough for me. But just think about this. Some of y'all have grandkids, some of y'all have kids, nieces and nephews. We're trying to set up uh, uh, um, um, a town or a city where they know God's presence is going to be there. Where they know that people of God are, are there. People who love God and, and, and who are serving God are there. It's not just for us. It's for the future generations. Um, our desire of do, for doing this today, which by the way, we're going to do this again. Like we've already put the next one on the calendar. Um, so we already decided we're going to do, we're going to run this experiment more than once, regardless of how today goes, we're doing it again. We're, uh, this, today's already going great. So, so far, so good. Uh, but our desire is that you will have a, an increased passion for prayer that our church would become a people of prayer. And, and the best way to, to do that is not to just have you hear about prayer a lot, but is to invite you into places where we can practice it. And so we practice it here in our neighborhood and then invite you to take this same thing to your neighborhood. So uh, the groups that, that Marcus mentioned, um, each group leader is going to have uh, about 10 of these. And so you can... Probably there's a, probably a good chance that you'll be able to take one of these sheets home with you and then just walk around your neighborhood with the same prayer points. So you'll be able to see in here, we're asking you to, to go around the neighborhood and your group leader will lead you through your section where you'll walk. Um, and, and it'll be about, about a mile, maybe less than that. Now, if you want to go six miles today, uh, your group leader will probably not join you, but, um, but you're welcome to do that. Uh, that's up to you. If you want to go to 17 different neighborhoods, have at it. We encourage you to do that. 
Um, and so you can grab this, and if there aren't enough, then just take a picture of the sheet, and, and you can bring these prayer points. But what we're asking you to do is to, to walk through the neighborhoods together and do some binding. We want you to, to bind strongholds in the neighborhood that are keeping people from having a relationship with God, and we want you to do some loosing. We want you to, uh, to pray that God will open people's eyes so that they can see who Jesus really is. We want you to pray that the hearts of people in this neighborhood will be open to want to have a relationship with him, uh, that, God would, uh, that God would, in our neighborhood, bring protection, that our neighborhood would be protected from any negative attack of uh, the enemy. Uh, and then lastly, we want to invite you to pray that the Holy Spirit would be consistently present in our neighborhood. So we're really asking you to pray just a handful of things as you walk through the, the portion of the neighborhood that your leader, your group leader, will, will lead you into. And then, and then when you're done with that, you just come back to campus and can check in and share some stories or we want to hear some testimonies and and if your testimony is yeah we didn't see anybody we just prayed and awesome that's incredible the fact that you did it is good and and if you encounter somebody and you, you meet someone and have an interesting conversation that is great too and if you just keep on going and we never see you again until next sunday uh okay all right that's that's cool too come back next sunday um so, so it's, it's the going and the doing that matters, right? Um, so just a couple of other thoughts logistically. Then we're going to pray here, and then we're going to go. Um, so I'm going to ask for each of our group leaders in just a second to stand up. And then your job is to uh, not to pick the people that you like the most, but just to, to go to a group leader. Now, if for some reason you really want to join us in this prayer, but you are, uh, for whatever reason, not able to go and walk through the neighborhood, uh, Pastor Greg and Tammy are actually leading a group that's going to stay right here on campus. And so you're still going to have an opportunity to pray uh, f from here. And so you can pray with them. Uh, and so when you, Greg, just wave your hand just right there. So when you'll just find Pastor Greg and Tammy as soon as we have the leaders stand up. You just go to that group if you're staying here on campus. Um, and, uh, and then there are five other groups, and so you'll, you'll see who those are in just a second. So then the last thing logistically that I wanted to let you know is, is, um, is that, I, am I right in thinking that there's something prepped outside? So our environments team has actually prepared some goodies for you. So uh, if I'm remembering correctly, there's a little bit of a snack and a water bottle. So remember when you like played youth soccer and they'd give you like, you know, snack and a water? Um, so, so because we believe that you're doing something good, we wanted to treat you, give you a little snack, and maybe you just are thirsty and you need some water and some, some little burst of something. So, um, so we are thankful to our environments team who think through all of these things so well that they prepared snacks for you. So thank you to, to that team. Well done. Um, so last thing we should probably, before we send people out to pray, we should probably pray. Right. Okay. So, will you will you join me in a moment of, of prayer? You look like you're about to say something. Um, <laughs> before we pray, can we have the group leaders to? Um, oh, good. Yeah. Thank you. To get up and, yeah. and, and stand in the back. Yeah. So it'd be um, much easier from there. So, we'll, in fact, what we'll do is we'll just call them out right now. So, there's uh, Pastor Mark is here. He's going to be over here by these double doors. Uh, Marcus and Liz are just going to be right here in the front, so you can meet them right here in the front. Um, 
my wife, Sharon, and I are going to be leading a group. I'll meet you guys with Sharon in the back by the soundboard over there. Um, so Sharon, if you could just kind of stand right there by the bottom of those stairs, that'd be awesome. I'll come meet you in a second. And then, and then uh, Bethany and Elizabeth. Um, so Bethany, when, when we have everyone stand, just stand up right where you're at and everyone will meet you right there in that middle section there. And then Pastor Danny is leading a group uh, primarily of youth. So if you want to go be inspired by the prayers of some young people, uh, tag along with the youth. They went out to the outlet to kind of prep themselves that, that way. Um, so you can join the youth prayer team. Um, uh, but just be prepared because those guys are a bunch of powerhouse people. So, um, uh, so and, then, and then remember, there's another team here that you'll meet, Pastor Greg and, and Tammy, and they will uh, be, you can meet them here. And if you guys want to go somewhere on campus to pray or if you want to pray here in the sanctuary, totally up to you guys. But follow Greg and Tammy's lead there. So, um, so if you guys actually could just all stand, um, group leaders, and then uh, that way we'll pray. And then you guys can begin moving towards your groups. Would you pray with me uh, as, we, as we get ready? God, we, we're thankful for a day where we can, we can gather and then go and we can be sent. God, thank you for how good you are. God, I pray that you would make us a people of prayer. Give us a desire to scale our city for your kingdom, God. God, before we ask you to make Life Church known in our valley, we, we ask that you would help us to know our valley that we would know the needs, the, the places where you uh, would call us to be wise, to scale the city, to take authority, to, to, to work in this community for the glory of, of your name, for freedom, for your kingdom to come on earth as it is in heaven, for your will to be done here, God. And help us to really see our community. Cause us to be bothered by what bothers you about this place. God, as we go today, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Send us with your love and your power. We bless our neighbors now with our words. God, would you use us to be a blessing from now on with our prayers, with our presence, and with our actions. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Amen.